You're listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan. Today we're very excited to have a special guest preaching for us for our revival services. Now let's prepare our hearts as our special guest brings forth God's truths from His Word today. I, I should know Fellowship Baptist Church that you are sponsoring and a church here in America. I travel all over the country and telling them that what I'm doing in the Philippines, you are my sponsoring church and sending church. And to let you know, God is doing great in our work in the Philippines. Just two Sundays ago, they got 1,112 in attendance. Baptizing 46 believers in just that Sunday. And they keep baptizing every Sunday. Last Sunday they got six or something. And church, thank you. Thank you for being partners with us. As you know, I started the ministry from scratch. And that is what God has done because we work together. This is not our ministry. This is God's ministry. We're just workers together for eternity. So thank you so much. And uh, you are wonderful people to preach to here. It encourages us as preacher when you preach to these people who are hungry for the preaching. It encourages us. And uh, you know, we preach all over. You know, we preach a lot. The most discouraging part in our life as preachers when people are not receiving the word of God. So you just encourage us. We try to be encouragement to you, but you are already encouraged us. And I praise God that Pastor White invited my friend, longtime friend here, that I got to hear good preaching to. Amen. And uh, I think somebody told me, "My, your church is doing well. Don't go back no more because James doing good." And he sleep before God. I'm tired of what I'm doing. I was in Arkansas. They put me in the motel for five days. I'm sick of that thing. I'm sick. I told my wife, please get out. Evangelize these people here. Just preach the gospel to wherever we go. And we have good time. But I'm sick of that, what we're doing. But you know, I just want, I just want you to pray for us because... I need the grace of God and the strength of God for me to fulfill what I'm trying to do for my ministry in my last breath of my ministry. I'm going to build the building that would house 1,200 people. 1,200 people. And that's my prayer and my goal before I die. I want to preach to this crowd. Because my church right now is divided into three. We have 6.30, I mean 7.30 to 9 crowd, 9 to 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock, uh, 12 o'clock crowd and 1 to 3 o'clock, 3 to 4 o'clock crowd. I mean, my people are divided. We're not one. What a blessing if you just have them one preaching, I mean, you, you know, together and preach. So please pray for us. Turn your Bible tonight in the book of Habakkuk tonight. Chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. 
Habakkuk is one of the prophets that's been used by God at the same time. This is his name because, meaning, he wrestled with God. He could not understand, humanly speaking, why that loving God would send chastisement or punishment to his own dear people. He wrestled with God with that. And in chapter 3, he has no choice but to pray. And this is his prayer here, verse 1 and 2. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. A prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet upon Siganoth. This is his prayer. O Lord, I have heard thy speech. And was afraid. O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known. In wrath, remember mercy. Let us pray. God, I pray tonight that once again, speak to everyone. I know, Lord, that it's only you that can bring revival, not the preacher, not anyone in this room. It's your Holy Ghost that can break our heart and even God that can change our lives. Now I pray, please help me. I'm just but nothing. I thank you so much already for the good preaching in our first uh, part of our service tonight. Now I pray God, please help me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. A prayer for revival. A prayer for revival. I mean, this time, the prophet, he saw that his own country is under the judgment of God. If you study chapter 1, he prophesied God's judgment brought by Chaldeans people or Babylonian soldiers. In chapter 2, he prophesies God's judgment on his own people, the people of Israel. Habakkuk declared the danger and the consequences of sin. Habakkuk prayed for revival. He knew that there is no choice because when the people of God continue in sin, God have, have no choice but to send the judgment of God. Because God, because God is a holy God, He's a righteous God, He has no choice to send judgment upon the nation of Israel because the prophet was a burden. For his own people, he has no choice but to pray and beg for revival. Because he knew that when God will send revival, that's the only way to spare his own people. That's the only way. So let us examine tonight 
I mean, let us learn tonight his moving prayer. This prophet prayed for revival in a very difficult time. First of all, he said, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. I have heard thy speech and I was afraid. It is a prayer rising out of fear. He was so afraid. What God will do to his own people. He was so afraid that God will send judgment upon his own people. Habakkuk saw judgment coming to his own people. I mean, their sins were mounting and demanding judgment. By the way, God will demand judgment upon the nations of Israel. Amen? Upon every nation that continue to sin against God. The Chaldeans were to be God's instruments of judgment. By the way, sin always brings severe consequences. For the wages of sin is death. Amen? Because God is so serious about sin. The cross declares their seriousness of sin. Are there any sins in our lives that may bring judgment? You are here tonight. If you are in sin, continue in sin, you are practically going to have a judgment of God. Because God is so serious dealing about your sin. My friend, consider the violence and the immorality of every side of America. I mean, you know, to, I mean the other day I was just reading. Satanic temple is publicly recognized in your country. Make me sick. How in the world America will recognize satanic church? Publicly. And the news and the message of that church is to promote abortion. Promote evolution. Promote gender confusion. Tonight, listen to me. Abortion is the number one crime in America. It makes me sick about that. Over every year, your country slaughtered, slaughtered over 3,000 innocent babies. It makes me sick, my friend, of what's going on in your country. Idolatry is so sickening in your country. What do you mean, preacher? We are, we are not like Philippines. I know you are not like Philippines that worship idols of Mary. Or Mary, are the, you know, all kinds of idols. Can I tell you something? Your idols here in America is sports. You are crazy of sports. Number two, your idols in America is pleasures. 
materialism. That's the reason why there is no revival. Even Christians do not mind the message of God. No more about idolatry. Oh God help us tonight. That is sin before the eyes of God. And God will send judgment to America. And God is going to, to do it because God is a righteous God. Think about my friend, uh, about what's going on around. Are we concerned enough about sins to pray for revival? Are we concerned enough over your own people? Are we concerned enough of what's going on around? Preacher, yes, I'm concerned. How serious you are praying about your concern. Because the prophet, when he saw his own people turning away from that living God, and serve other gods. Oh, he was so afraid. He was so scared by just his praying. He can hear the march of these Babylonian soldiers that will come and attack and destroy his own people. He said, Lord, please don't. But Lord, the only way to stop and to spare my people is first in revival in my own people. I hope you are here tonight, not just because it's a revival thing. We need real revival. Amen. We need godly revival that will do something. It is a prayer of revival rising out of fear. He said, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, revive thy works. He said, I have heard thy speech and I was afraid. He said, O oh Lord, revive thy work. What is that? It is a prayer. Requesting revival. Oh Lord, revive thy work. If everyone tonight will just come to God and say, Lord, give us and send to us and allow us one more time to experience that heaven sent revival that they're talking about. This prophet here is requesting Revival. It is a prayer of personal request of revival. Oh Lord, revive thy work. The prophet here, Habakkuk, sees revival as their only hope. He believes revival must come from God. He, he was pleading on the Holy Ghost conviction. By the way, there will be no heaven sent revival without Holy Ghost conviction of our sins. We must first have a personal conviction of our personal sins that were committed every day. No one knows that, only you. Amen? A broken relationship with our spouse, with our friends, 
and above all with our personal Savior, the answer is personal revival. Oh, my friend, we can have revival if you will request God for revival. He is praying for people to repent, to turn to God. Are we willing, are we going to turn to God tonight? Habakkuk cries out for revival to arrive on time. He said, O oh Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. What he's talking about, he sees the countdown to judgment proceeding. He said, Lord, before you do it, give us the chance to pray. Give us the chance to fast. Please, Lord, please, please spare. I hope you feel the, the urgency of praying for the sake of America. I hope you feel the urgency of praying for the sake of your family. I hope you feel the, you know, the, the, the feeling of urgency for the sake of your lost loved ones. Because eternity is right in the corner. Amen. And he was springed for the urgency. May God tonight awaken us to the importance of revival in our time. May God give us the heart tonight to see the value and the importance of the power of God in our life. The, 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 the special manifestation of God in our lives because if we Christians will just stay what God wants us to be, God will spare your country. I could still remember that many, many years ago. I'm born and raised in the Philippines. That country is so idolatrous country. Very Catholic, fanatic Catholic country. Listen to me. For the last 25 years in my time, God opened the hearts of our people, left and right, day in, day out. You just preached the gospel. People believed and turned their hearts from idolatry and turned to the Lord. Guess what? Our country is blessed by God beyond measure. I resolved to that. Praise God, we got the president. I'm not trying to be a politician here, but praise God for a president. He's a God-given leader. He is the only president that he put in the jail all these corrupt government officials. The, 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 the ex-president now is in the jail. The chief justice of the country is in the jail. Generals is in the jail. I mean, all those who are involved in corruption and drugs trade, he put them in the jail. Hallelujah. That's what you need here. Amen. He's a God, Kevin. Why? Our people are open. Why? Our people are hungry to hear what is salvation. Our people are open right now. They're not just, you know, satisfied of what the God or what religion they are in. 
They're looking something inside in their soul. As a result of that, God bless our country. This is the fun. This is how God founded your country. When your founding fathers preached the pure word of God, during their time, there was no vehicles, no nice transportation, but many of your people traveled by wagon just to attend revival meeting, just to attend preaching time, because they have always a good time. During that time, praise God, my friend, we can still believe that he is the same God that could give us that soul that is thirsty and hungry for the preaching of the word. And this is the desire of this prophet here. He was praying for revival out of fear. He was praying for revival, my friend, requesting personally for uh, revival. And lastly here, it is a prayer respecting the wrath of God. Habakkuk's concern, he said, in wrath, remember mercy. Amen? Right now, so scary, hurricane is on the way in your country. Super typhoon is hitting my country. I don't know, but I just would like to share with you here some thoughts that I read. According to Jewish teaching and belief, is that Every time there is natural thing that happened that would harm the people, it's always the punishment of God. Don't tell me that God has no purpose why he allow, why he allow all these things. Amen? So what is what your point, preacher? My point is, if people will no longer listen the pure word of God, and if the people would no longer be sensitive of the working power of the Holy Ghost, God may use natural things to awaken the people as a judgment. I remember that many, many years ago when I started that work. During the time, communism. In my country, in my city, is on every corner. They just come into the city and kill somebody right there in front of everybody in Market Bay in my city. I mean, the time so scary. After dark time, so scary to get out outside because you don't know. They, 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 they just kill you right there. And so scary. And because of the thing that happened, our People were so scared, and since that time I found out that our people looking something for real thing. Because the time when thing is so scary, you need the real thing that would help you. He just mentioned here, or whoever, Pastor White, when, when uh, today is the, you know, is the silly, I don't know, is the day where you got that. 1611 that took place. Somebody mentioned that right after that, people go up in the church. Amen. That's going to happen, this natural thing. When you are so scared, you have nowhere to go but unto God. And that is the heart of this prophet, him. 
So I hope tonight, my friend, that uh, we will see that. I mean, the prophet, he sees God's wrath is, the, is on the way. He hears the march of the Babylonian warriors. He fears the devastation of divine judgment. The wrath of God is as real today as in Habakkuk time. This should be a wake-up call to all of us tonight. Habakkuk, the prophet, regarded mercy as their only hope. The mercy of God is our only hope. And God is merciful. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that means, my friend, that tonight we can go home tonight and say, Lord, you're merciful, God. I know you are on the way of sending punishment to my country, but first, please send us revival. The context of the text that I'm reading to you is the heartbeat of the prophet because he was so concerned of his own very own people. My question tonight as I close the message, are you concerned for your country? Listen, God bless you beyond measure. I grew up in a third world country. Many of you here do not realize how blessed you are by God. You don't know it. You have no idea what's, be, what, you know, what's being in the position of third world country. God bless you. I was preaching in, in Illinois uh, uh, last two weeks ago and and, and, and the church is purely all Filipinos, doctors and professionals and, 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 and all these professional people in Chicago area. I told them, you already enjoy the first heaven. For Filipino to come to America is just like heaven. And I told him, don't ever forget. That God has a purpose in your life. Why God allow you to come to America? And I told them. The purpose of God is for you. To think our own people in the Philippines. And I told them. I've been here in America for almost 30 years now. Every time I am around with a Baptist church, especially Filipino churches, they are urging me to pastor their church. I said, no way. I'll bury my body in my own country. I love my own people because that is what God wants me to be. I'm so burdened to reach out my own people. Our people are open, my friend. What I'm trying to relate to you tonight, you as American, being blessed by God, listen to me, my friend. Don't allow God to send judgment to America. The key and the decision is in your hand tonight. Because if America will continue to turn her back to God, Listen to me. God is a just God and a holy God. He will punish America. But I hope you'll be like the prophet. God, in the midst of the years, remember mercy. Lord, please, send revival. Revival, revival, 
God-given revival is the only way, listen, to spare your family, your life, and your church, and your country from the punishment of God. Would you give your heart and believe the word tonight? Preacher, you're right. I am right because that's the heartbeat of the prophet. Would you join with me tonight? I, I, listen, I, 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 I'm so burdened for America. We do not have the gospel in the Philippines without America. I could not do the work of God in the Philippines without America. That's why my heart goes for America. I preach this passion to you as American Christian because this is your country. And I know also what you're doing in my life and in my people. But please join with me to pray for America. The only way to spare your country is revival. Amen. I will close that message. He prayed for revival in behalf of his own people. I hope everyone tonight, we are all for sure of God. We are all weaknesses. But I hope you believe the word of God tonight. Lord, send revival in my soul. Revive me, Lord, and send revival in our church. Send revival in our country. Preacher, that's too wide, the whole country. Revival, it would only take one man to enjoy and experience God, heaven sent revival. And when that thing takes place, it would radiate to the whole church. And if the church is revived, the whole community will experience revival. I, 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 I know my people in the Philippines are listening. My missionary in Thailand is listening to us. Because they're looking forward for preaching. They're hungry for preaching. And I hope you tonight, Americans, I beg you, let's come to the Lord and pray for revival. Amen? Amen. Like this prophet. Let us pray. God in heaven, we heard the words over and over again. We believe in our heart that truly you will bless the country if the country will continue to walk in thee. I know also, O oh God, that you will punish the country if the country or family or individual will turn her back to you. Father, I pray, sin, give us mercy. And please give us that extra mercy, Lord, to turn unto you again. Lord, answer our prayer for revival today. This I ask God in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.